Hello, and welcome to the Designing with Love podcast. I am your host, Jackie Pellegrin, where my goal is to bring you information, tips, and tricks as an instructional designer. Hello, GCU students and alumni. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Designing with Love podcast. In this episode, I will cover the types of interactive designs you can create with the tool Genially some of the resources and interactive elements you can incorporate into your design, and some of the features and benefits of the Genially Academy. If you have not used Genially before, I would recommend going to their website, and you can go there by going to Genially. It's spelled G as in good, E, N as in Nancy, I, A, L, L, Y. So just go to genially.com, and you should be able to go ahead and pull up their website, and then you can sign up for a free account. There's actually quite a bit of features and tools that you can have as a free account holder. And if you decide to receive an education type of account, or if you want to upgrade, you can do that as well. You can also look through your employer or your school district and see if that's something that you can receive a discount on or be able to get at no charge. I'm not sure if that works the same as with other tools such as Canva, but it's worth checking into as well. So let's go ahead and discuss the types of designs that you can create in Genially. If you're new to Genially, this will this part will be really helpful for you. Or if you're just starting to explore Genially and get to know it, this will be helpful as well. So the first type of design that I wanted to cover is the presentations option. This option allows you to create an interactive presentation using a variety of available templates. What's also nice about the presentation option is that you can import a presentation directly from PowerPoint. That's really a great feature. Now there is the presentations feature within Canva and that's a really great feature, but you'll notice that there are some different elements available within Genially that make it stand out. And for example, you can add elements such as hover over and things that individuals can click on. So if you have a learner or a user that is in your interactive presentation, they can literally interact with the presentation instead of being a passive viewer of it, they can, they can actually go in and, and be interacted acting with it and engaging with it. So make sure to check that out and see how that, compares. And it's not that Genially would replace Canva when it comes to creating presentations. And in general, Canva is not going to be, you know, something that is not used. You know, Canva can can definitely be used in different elements and so can Genially as well. It's just a matter of knowing which option is available and which one will work best for your situation as well. So the next option I'd like to go over is the infographics option. And what's nice about this option is it allows you to create interactive infographics and diagrams using a variety of available templates. There's also an option available to create your infographics in a horizontal or a vertical format. And you'll see that when you go into the infographics option that that's available. So when you click on, for example, the vertical format, you'll see different templates available within that type of option. And so what I like about this is that even though Canva does have the infographics option and it's a really great feature to have, if there's 
an opportunity for you to create an infographic and make it interactive where you're not overwhelming the learner with too much information on the infographic at the onset when they first open up the infographic. It's really nice because you can provide additional information where the user has to be able to interact with it. And for example, if you want to have five different elements within your infographic and provide that high level information. And then you can want to add a button that says click here for more or more information or something like that. Then the user can click on that and then they can get additional information that ties into each of those areas. So it's really a great feature to have. And you can even add videos within your infographics, just like you can with presentations. And so you can embed different types of elements and media within your infographic to make it engaging for your learners. So make sure to check out the infographics option as well, if that's something that you're looking to create as a learning material. The next option I wanted to go over is gamification. Now, this has become popular over the last several years, and I think it's still going to continue to be a trending area within the learning and development industry. This option is great because it allows you to create elements such as interactive quizzes, games, and escape games using a variety of available templates. Some of the templates are geared for K-12 education. However, there are others that can be used for higher education and corporate training as well. You can even look at these types of gamification options for personal reasons as well. So don't just think of how it can be used for professional reasons, but see how you can use it for personal options as well and how it can work with that. So I've seen actually some interactive quizzes and games within designs And so what's nice is that you can take those elements and you can build them into an existing area. So for example, if you have an interactive presentation and you want to place an interactive quiz within that, you can certainly do that and combine it. And I've also seen some escape games as well being used. So for example, at my place of employment, we have a activity team that allows us to be able to have engagement, because we work from home a majority of the time, we don't have the opportunity as colleagues to see each other in the office. So in order to help combat that and to be able to provide those opportunities for collaboration and engagement outside of maybe work-related type of content, we have this particular team that helps to create both virtual and in-person activities for us. So This was actually used as an option to where they had an event that had an escape game. And then they even used the option to create a shorter type of escape game that helped to promote it. So it was really interesting and it was, it was fun to actually go in and do that as an event and have the escape game. And the way the designers and the organizers had it set up was that there were different teams that were that were grouped into the event and each of those teams had to be able to work together to escape out of the, the game. So it fostered collaboration and teamwork and problem solving. So it was really fun. So feel free to check that out as an option too, with the gamification option. The next option I'd like to go over is interactive image. 
So this option allows you to create an interactive image using a variety of available templates. And what I like about the interactive image option is that this can be something that you can start off with if you're new to using Genially and you're not quite sure where to start. So this is something that I started off using when I didn't know much about Genially and I had heard about it from one of my former students and I went through the training that's available in the Genially Academy, which I'll go over a little bit more later. And so I thought, well, let me do something simple, something that wouldn't take me long to learn how to use. And I can start to learn some of the basic features of Genially and the different tools that are available. So the first interactive image and design that I created in Genially was something kind of fun. It was about the Grand Canyon National Park. So I was born and raised in Arizona and I still live here and I've been to the Grand Canyon several times and each time I visit there, there's something new every time to explore. It's never the same. There's always a different experience. So I thought it would be really fun to do an interactive image about the Grand Canyon National Park. And so I created different interactive elements that allowed the learner to be able to learn more about the different areas within Grand Canyon such as the North Rim and the South Rim. And then also I provided some information and reminders about when you go to hike on the rim, make sure that you have plenty of water and snacks and your camera and things like that. And then also I pulled a a travel video and placed that into the interactive image. So when the user clicks on that particular icon, then a pop-up window will appear with the option to play that video and learn more about that. So it was a great option and a fun way to be able to learn about Genially and what it can do. So I would suggest maybe starting off with something like that and seeing what you can do with it and what options are available. So the next option I wanted to go over is the video option. This option allows you to create an interactive video using a variety of available templates. There's also an option available for importing a presentation from PowerPoint. So this is really great, too, because what you can do is take an existing PowerPoint, import it into the videos feature, and then you can add different elements to make it interactive and add video components to it. So this is not something I have done yet, and I'm not sure if any of you out there have done this yet. But if you haven't, feel free to check it out and see what's available with the videos option And what's nice is that you're guided along the way with that if you decide to go that route with creating a video. The next option is the guide option. This is another great feature and tool available as well. This allows you to create an interactive guide using a variety of templates. Some of the templates available are calendars, storyboards, a brand book, and portfolio. So this is really cool. Uh, I've created a couple of guides myself, and these are really fun to create. And if and if you caught on to what I said, I said storyboards. So as we know, with e-learning, part of the design process is to create storyboards. So feel free to check out the guides option and see what's available when it comes to templates for storyboards. And also the portfolio option, that's really great too. So if you wanted to create something, I mean, you can't create a website or anything like that with the portfolio option within the guides, but you can create something that you can add to your portfolio website, or it can be like a snapshot of your different 
experiences and your work experience. So make sure to check that out too and see if that's something that you may want to consider creating as well to help with the branding aspect and and to help you with future employment. The next option I wanted to cover is the training materials option. This is fantastic too, because this allows you to create interactive learning units and instructional resources. There's also an option available for importing a presentation from PowerPoint. So you can do that here as well. There are so many great areas within this. So what's nice is that you can create learning units. So if you're working as an educator within K through 12 or higher education, you can look into the learning units and the instructional resources to see if there's some areas that you'd like to be able to take existing content and make it more interactive for your learners as well. So feel free to check that out. And then there's also the other designs option. So if you go under more on the left navigation bar, you'll see that there's that option that allows you to create interactive mobile designs, personal branding designs, and interactive cards. So These may not be used as often, which I believe that's why it's under the more because the other options are used more frequently. But if there's an opportunity for you to be able to create interactive mobile designs or those personal branding designs, feel free to check that out. The interactive cards are kind of neat too, because if you wanted to create interactive flashcards or something like that for your learners as part of creating some learning materials, you can certainly do that as well. So make sure to check those out. Next, let's go over the resources and interactive elements. So while you're creating your designs, you'll want to make sure to check out the resources menu item under the left navigation bar. Within this, there are a variety of resources available to use with your designs, including icons, shapes, lines, and arrows, illustrations, silhouettes, interactive graphs and tables. So it's really great to see that there's all of these elements available. And even with a free account, you can do quite a bit. So make sure as you're creating your designs to explore all these resources that are available that you can add. The next option that's available within the resources and interactive elements is the interactive elements area. So while creating your designs, you'll want to make sure to check out the interactive elements menu item under the left navigation menu as well. Within this area, there are a variety of interactive elements available to use with your designs, including buttons, interactive questions, and interactive graphs. Now, uh, I've used the buttons and the graphs before, but I haven't used the interactive questions before. But if you look under there, there's true, true and false, and there's multiple choice. Questions. So you can create, for example, a check for understanding within your interactive design, such as an interactive presentation or something like that. And then you can build like a short quiz at the end. So that's really exciting to see that in there. So make sure to dig into the interactive elements and see what's available in there as well. Because I think as you start creating your designs and you start to see what's under the resources and the interactive elements, you'll find there are hidden gems within there that you may have not known that were in there before. So make sure to dig into those. Next, let's go over the Genially Academy. So as I mentioned earlier, if you're new to using Genially or you would like to expand your design skills, the Genially Academy is a great place to start. 
To be able to access the Genially Academy, you will first need to log into your Genially account. Once you have logged in, you'll click on the drop-down arrow next to your avatar, and that's in the top right-hand corner. From there, you'll want to click on the Academy icon, and the Academy icon looks like a little building, so you'll see that it looks like a school building. And then from there, you can access the on-demand courses and micro-courses. What's nice about the way this is organized in the Genially Academy is that the courses are categorized by level, course type, sector, and topic. You can also do a search if you're looking for something in particular, or you can just go to those different categories as well and take a look. So I hope you have found this information helpful about how to create interactive and engaging designs in Genially. As a recap, the podcast covered the types of designs you can create in Genially, the resources and interactive elements that are available to use with your designs, and the Genially Academy. In conclusion, here is an inspiring quote from Albert Einstein about creativity. Creativity is intelligence having fun. So I hope you have fun in Genially and get to create many amazing interactive designs for your learners and for others as well. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this podcast episode today. Please take a moment to like the episode and share it with others so they can learn about this topic as well. Have a great day.